Sunday pour back on a Monday night. Uh, if you thought Sunday night football last night was bad, we just went to the half at MetLife. Cowboys six, Giants three. Uh, Judge is still stuck on 60, so we're still keeping track of that. And uh, week three, just about in the books, 30 minutes left. Well, hey, the last three games in the NFL have not exactly been uh, offensive spectacles. We had Niners, uh, Broncos last night, and then right before the late game, the latest game yesterday was Packers Bucks, and that was that didn't exactly live up to the Brady Rogers hype, um, or the 2022 hype at least. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been a, it's been a slog of a few games. Yeah, is this uh, a result of uh, the limited preseason? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot going. Like, there's a lot of teams that are putting up points too. I mean, with the Jaguars of yesterday, uh, Ravens and Patriots had a good game. Yeah, Ravens are uh, Ravens would be the story of the NFL if they didn't blow week two. Um, Lions and Vikings had a decent one. Dolphins and Bills, obviously. So no, I I, I just think I think Packers Bucks was a. Uh, I think Packers Bucks was a defensive battle. I think Tampa's defense is good. Um, Packers on the road, that might have something to do with it. 49ers and Broncos, uh, Niners, new quarterback, getting used to Garoppolo again. Denver game, you know, one of your uh one of your favorite lines. Always expect the Denver game. And also I think <laughs> I think Ross might be cooked. I think he might just be done. I don't know, man. It's very weird watching him play. I don't think I, I don't think you can call it a mile high. I think I think it's a mile high game only if like Drew Locke or Bross Osweiler is the quarterback. Okay. I feel like the mile high mystique is uh it only it only like it's only special if you have like a shitty quarterback. Like Tebow was a candidate yeah. for mile high game. Oh yeah. When you get when you get booed off the field in two wins, I mean they're on a two game <laughs> winning streak. And they've been booed. Like my theory on that is, uh, I don't know if this is. I've never been to Colorado, not even close. Nevada is probably the closest I've been to All right. Colorado. Yeah, and they get labeled kind of as hippies out there, but I feel like it's very mixed out in Colorado. You know, the cities are probably very liberal. I think it's a very blue collar. I, I feel like it, they feel like a blue collar area, like the Denver fan. It's uh, it's a mix out there. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of money out there too. I think there's there's definitely the hippie aspect, but I think I don't know. I don't know who dominates it. I don't know who dominates Denver. I might. I don't know if it's as blue collar. I think it might be a little higher. Maybe a little more white collar in Denver. Okay, I think, but I don't know. What about the, what about the Bronco fan though? The actual football fan. I don't know, like the ticket price situation, because like Giants. Prices are ridiculous, so I don't know. Yeah. I, it'd be a little bit of different tax bracket, I think, to get Giants tickets. Um, I don't know about the Denver situation, though. But yeah, no, I understand. I'm sure there's a few blue collar guys there. So my theory is the blue collar guy is like looking at how Russ has kind of come in with his tuxedos and shit, and it's you know a <laughs> separate locker room. And I think that mixed in with the poor play, and they like I already hate the guy. That's probably that probably has nothing to do with it. Yeah, even even without even if blue collar, white collar, even without it, that mentality might not fly in a place like Denver, just in general. 
It might just be football fans in general. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't really like that myself either. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that if anybody on my team did that. Never bigger than the team. Said, yeah, it feels like they've already had it. <laughs> yeah, seriously, they're fed up. I think with him and the coach, they're fed up with them. In three weeks, the contract, the, the contract mixed in with the wardrobe and all the things that come along with Russ. Yeah, and we already said this about Russ. Like he can't be that guy, Russell Wilson. Just looking at him, yeah. he you can't be cool guy. Like yeah. Aaron Rodgers could be too cool for school guy. Rodgers can get away with it. He's, yeah, but he's also like a first round pick. Yeah, like MVPs and all that. Wilson is supposed to be like the overachiever fourth round pick from Wisconsin. Like you're not supposed to be in Serena's box with you're not supposed to wear shades inside if you're a fourth <laughs> round pick. Right? So you would so you would you would reject it if uh, this summer Russell and Sierra went to go take IU Shaka or whatever the drug is. That's not I mean not the drug whatever that tea is whatever Aaron Rodgers was taking. Ayushaka. Oh. Oh, I, I haven't looked into that. I know, Alaska? yeah, Rod, Rogers talked about it with Rogan probably, yeah. Um, yeah, w- Wilson can't – no, he's like a straight-edge dude kind of Wilson. He didn't have sex before marriage or something. Like, you can't all of a sudden go from that to shades inside. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like you never took an Advil before, and next thing you're Tony Montana. Exactly. He's going zero to a hundred. Like you're not fooling anyone. You can't go from virgin to Jack Nicholson. Shade yeah, we know you. It's we crazy. Know, we know what you are. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that, see, I hated Wilson when he came in the league. Yep. And I used to root for the Kaepernick Niners, and then I just came around. I was like, all right, the guy's great. I gotta, you know, just pay him his due. And now everyone hates him. And I'm like, fuck, I should have never flip flopped. Yeah. You- you were way ahead of the curve. I was. So, uh, yeah. I said it last week, though. I was like, when did this guy become the worst person ever? Hey, <laughs> not if you're Chris Collinsworth, though. Chris Collinsworth will do anything he can to just get to get back on the Russell Wilson bandwagon. There no, was some... I, didn't even, I didn't even watch the game. So, oh, there was like, there was one play last night where Russ was scrambling, like right before the line of scrimmage. He, uh, like a two handed pass to Melvin Gordon, went for like, 10 or 15 yards. That's a, that's a terrible pass. Um, and, you know, Jones. And, uh, and, you know, Collinsworth is like, there's the there, – that's the Russell Wilson magic that has to be a mainstay in this Denver Bronco offense. Like, what's, what does that mean? I was like so, – he was getting tackled by three guys, two-handed chest pass to his running back, and bailout. Like, what are you talking about Russell Wilson magic? That, that was just – that was desperation. Like, can, he, can he complete some passes, please? Yeah, I don't know what to make of him. I don't know if I could say he's done. That'd be wild if he's done. They just, was it six years they gave him and a billion dollars? Oh my god, that would be incredible. I would that would just go with uh let's go with the John Elway like storyline. The guy just cannot pick a quarterback for the life of him. I mean Peyton Manning, but that's you know, he's like I one mean, of the best yeah, ever. I could pick Peyton Manning. <laughs> you know, that's that doesn't really do it because that's Peyton Manning. Yeah, he's he's taking shots on all these guys. Now one of them is panned out. So, but he's uh, yeah. For some reason, Elway, one of the greatest quarterbacks of his generation, cannot find anybody who's anybody who is competent in this generation. I can't remember a least, at least 
a less impressive two and one start. And I can't not remember a coach being on the hot seat this much after three games. I mean, I'm sure it's happened before. There's definitely been some guys who like you knew out of the gate, like the Dolphins had a guy, Cam Cameron, lasted one season. He went one and 15. Yeah. But I mean, he he's just, two and he one. Coached the, right. He's two and one. That's great. And he's on the hot seat. I mean, no honey. He's probably not on the real hot seat. That'll be like, we'll see at the end of the year. But like in the court of public opinion and with the fan base, oh yeah, they've already decided this guy not isn't guy. it. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I still don't. I, yeah, he still seems lost. But um, yeah, if you can look at a coach on the sideline, this goes for any sport. Baseball, we've seen it like with Boone and basketball. Like when you could see the game going too fast, and like you just see you just see the coach's face. Like he's he's his brain. You could see his brain going in slow motion in the game. Like basically, you know, in like fast forward speed. That's a scary thing as a fan of the team. You're like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> if he doesn't know what's going on, we are fucked. Yeah, exactly. That's the guy. He's there's no one above him. He's the one. Uh... Speaking of coaching, I didn't like the end of the half of the Giants. Like, what the hell was that? Uh, I think. Yeah, so what happened at the end of the half was uh, Jones had a finally had a completion to Kenny Galladay. It was called back because of a because it was a bad pass uh, offensive pass interference call on Sterling Shepard. Yeah, they called it a pick play. They called it. Yeah, which which it wasn't, and um, it was just kind of incidental contact. But I think I think it was like he was trying to make up for it at the end. I, it was you know really, really when. Dallas called. Dallas called a timeout. It was fourth down. Which, and Dallas called a timeout, which was smart. Clock. Which was smart because so, they didn't let the Giants run it down to like three seconds and throw the hail mary. Yeah. So I don't. But I if, still think I still think ten seconds was enough to throw a hail mary. Yeah, they should have. They, they it was a quick pass play instead of a anything sl- but a anything but a two yard slant that yeah. takes two seconds off the clock. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. Bad. Bad. Bad play call. Bad execution. Um. I mean, if you're going to do that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to do. If you, unless you get the first down, you're kind of you're fucked. So, uh, yeah, I think because Dabo was riding the refs, and I think he was just trying to either make up for, not make up for the call, but he just he was kind of distracted by the call or what. But it was not, yeah, it was not pretty. And then they had, and the Cowboys end up getting a 59 yarder from a guy who's made oh. 360 yarders. Yeah, yeah, they got yeah they got lucky there. Mahar, Mahar. It's, it's a good thing it was fifty nine yards because from like they gave the numbers and like forty two to fifty nine yards, he's thirty for forty five in his career, and then sixty over, he's three three and zero from sixty and over. So, yeah, good thing it was fifty nine. Maybe it was great coaching that we just didn't catch up. <laughs> I um, don't love uh, it's the fifth sack from the Cowboys tonight. I didn't realize you guys were doing a whiteout. Yeah, it looks more like uh, cookies and cream than a whiteout. It's very like Nashville Predators, like <laughs> I don't, I don't know about New York doing a whiteout. Yeah, Dayball called for it. It's, it's it's college football, man. Dayball called for it, and a few of the players tweeted it out and shit. And it's like, it's fucking it's New York Giants, yeah. man. Yeah, isn't like an average Giant fan like sixty five years old? They don't want to be told uh, to wear a white shirt. Is it gonna be a pep rally on uh, Friday night? 
Yeah, oh, I don't God. like that. It's corny. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, like the crowd didn't even did, did not even buy it. Because I'm like, then I'm looking at the crowd and it's such a big fucking crowd. And it's like, well, they're not going to do it. Like, you're not going to get everybody there to do it. And you'll see some white, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of blue jerseys. I don't, yeah, do I don't think it works at the professional level. Not the, not with the NFL. No, yeah. Natural predators and below for sure. Yes, exactly. It's like, yeah, hockey, like minor league well, hockey. Even like hockey, like NBA, they put the shirts out. Like, oh, put the shirts yeah. on. Like the Thunder, I think, did it in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I feel like the Sacramento Kings may have done it back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, unless you did that, which I don't think they did. No. I mean, like, how many 70,000 seats? How many 80,000 seats? I don't know how many seats are in this fucking place, but you're not going to put out t shirts for everybody in that. He probably should have picked a game where there wasn't going to be like 20,000 of the other fan base there, too. Because I'm sure there's a ton of Cowboys fans there. That's a good point. By the way, I love that their doctor wears a cowboy hat. It's like they brought, it's like the sheriff is the fucking <laughs> riding on a horse with his fucking badge. He's yes. The, he's <laughs> the nurse practitioner. Instead of, instead of bringing the, uh, instead of bringing the cart out, they're going to throw the guy over the back of the horse. Yeah. Drag him out. <laughs> um, Hey, I think really we, we, we kind of skipped the headline. I think the story is probably your Miami Dolphins, man. That's probably the that's probably the game of the weekend. Um probably the story is that the they're it, first of all, it was the it was the biggest AFC East game in I don't know how long that didn't involve the New England Patriots. So that was very nice of you guys to do that, to show up. Sure. Um you guys are three 0 you're in first place in the AFC East. It's it's uh, it's a new day. And um, yeah, what what how are you feeling? What are you thinking about uh, your boys? Very uh, very intense game yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do I start? Let's see. So I hope two is back. Is all right. That's first and foremost. He's got a bum ankle and a bump back. Uh, let's see here. Graham Gano. Graham Gano. Money six six. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was a wild game. The defense was just bent, but don't break. Uh, no, but your defense, man, su- surprised me yesterday. They're they like every, they're everywhere. They're in, they're everywhere in coverage. Good pass rush. They kept 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 Allen moving. Yeah, D's pretty good. The pass rush. They made a couple nice additions. They brought in uh, Melvin Ingram, uh, who I didn't realize was on the team until week one. That one slipped past me. That was probably a big signing too. Um, uh, he's all, yeah, the, the defense, I think I said this before on the show, the defense isn't great, but they're opportunistic. They have a nose for the ball. That, that's they always exactly get like the big turnover. Saying. Well, they were, yeah, they, any, anybody that was getting a pass from Allen, there was somebody on them, like, just like a, like a sport coat on, uh, I don't know. There's no metaphor here, but, um, but yeah, the, the guy, everybody was on them. Yeah, apparently their game plan was to try and take away the uh, deep ball, I guess. So they gave him a lot of underneath stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the pass rush came, you know, the, the rookies coming around, the kid Phillips, he was in his uh, second year, I believe. He's been all right. Um, you know, second, they have a good second there. Obviously, Xavier Howard is like one of the best cornerbacks in football. So the D is, uh, it's, again, not great, but opportunistic. They they get the big turnover, which set up their first touchdown. And, I mean, and they lived on the field in the second half because the last, like, half hour of that game, it, it felt like 
I feel like the last half hours and half hour in like Goodfellas. Like it was just like coke, like all kinds of coke all over the place, helicopters, trying to move the guns, not moving the guns. It was just like stirring the sauce, back almost <laughs> getting into the act. It was just because it was like first down, second down, third down, Allen would escape trouble and get a first down. First down, second down, third down, Allen would make a play. I need and my it was just hat. Yeah, bingo. Um and it was that it was that the entire fourth quarter. Like we barely had the ball. Mm. Uh, and they held them to a field goal one drive. They had two, I think, 10-minute drives in the um second half. And I mean, 30 minutes and a half. So you do the math. They had the ball two thirds of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a misfield, miss a big miss field goal, right? Buffalo. Big block. Yeah, after the block field goal, that's when uh Dolphins came down and took the lead to a big uh, third and twenty-two yep. dime that he dropped into Waddle. Yeah. Um yeah, and then you know they got a little lucky on the on the second to last drive. Allen had McKenzie open on fourth and goal, and I think he just kind of short armed it or he skipped it. I don't know, slipped out of his hand, whatever he did. Um, and then obviously they got the ball back at the one yard line. Everyone the butt punt, whatever it was, he punted into the guy's ass. That could have been that could have been forever. I mean, really different story, man. If you guys end up losing that game, different story, and that is that is the. Oh yeah, we always lose that game. We always lose that game. Well, yeah. in years past, the the butt the butt punt will not live on in infamy. Yeah, but then obviously, uh, but then same thing when the Bills. First of all, awesome punt. Our my punter is uh, his name's escaping me. Awesome punt on the safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get him back down, he kicked it like all the way inside yeah. the ten. They returned yeah. it to like the twenty, and uh, the defense like same thing, like bend but don't break. Like they didn't give up the big play; they kept them in bounds. And uh, obviously, the last time they kept them in bounds, I think it was McKenzie or Singletary. Uh, it was just enough time to. Uh... By the way, side note: Tony Pollard should be playing over Zeke. Yeah. Tony Pollard is way better than Zeke. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Um, I mean, yeah, I, think he had, the, I think he had the first nap of the night, too. He wasn't even like. Yeah. He's been much better. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then uh, finished off the job. And Ken Dorsey threw a, threw a temper tantrum in the uh, control room, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Jeez. He looked, like, he looked like the nerd that, you know, was like, I got an A minus. Now my dad's going to kick my ass. He looked like such a dipshit. No, nah, he looked he, he he looked like uh, the kid who didn't get toy he wanted on Christmas. That was that was pathetic. It was a pathetic tantrum. And he was just reached. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little much. <laughs> People who don't know Ken Dorsey, he was the quarterback for Miami Hurricanes, two thousand two. They lost a big game to Ohio State. They were a big favorite. Maurice Claret shredded his knee. Go watch that highlight. It's gruesome. So 20 years ago. Just a little fun fact about Ken Dorsey. So he was back. I don't know if anyone made that point today, but he was back in his old stopping grounds. He played a lot of college ball there. Um, but yeah, big win. I don't know. Tua didn't really have to. I mean, he didn't really have the ball that much. So but he made some throws. Defense was good and he just escaped. I mean, the Bills are still the best team, I would say, in the league. Yeah. No, I was just going to Miami and division opponent and humidity. Twelfth man, twelfth man is the humidity. Oh yeah, a lot of talk, a lot of talk about the heat on that broadcast yesterday. Um, is it weird? Is it weird for me outside looking in? Like I feel like after this week two, people are ready to start crowning the Dolphins as a contender. 
Mm. It's weird as the fan, like seeing the transformation as being like, we don't know what we have with two yet. We still, you know, we have hopes. We got we to gotta see it to believe it. Is it weird? It is a little fast how quickly the Dolphins have been made into a contender. Um, Does it even feel real? No, it doesn't. Because okay. they were da- – I mean, they – the Ravens game was over at halftime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not even kidding. The Ravens – there is an alternate universe where the Ravens are the story of the NFL and everyone's talking about Lamar instead of Tua. Yeah. If they hang on, because they'd be the ones that are three and zero, and Lamar would probably be the front. He, I think he's still like top two or three for MVP right now. Yeah. Um. But obviously, Dolphins came back and won that game. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I said, it all off season. Whenever like football came up, which it wasn't that often, it was every time when I was at the gym and I'd look up at the ESPN TV, they were always talking about the Dolphins. So I guess in one sense, it doesn't surprise me that much because. The media is obsessed with Tua. Yeah, they just want to talk about Tua, good or bad. Yeah, like he, well, I mean, once when he has a bad game, they're gonna pounce yeah, all the anti-Tua people. Tear him right down. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, the media machine was ready to go with this, no matter what. So they're ready. They just to... want to talk about the Dolphins. Yeah, it's crazy. And now yeah. they are the story of the NFL. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, it's going to be this week's going to be tough because it's a quick turnaround, short week for the Dolphins. Bengals are coming off a bye, basically. Um, so it's going to be that's going to be tough. Um, and you hope I, I, I hope Robert Sala took some receipts. Yeah, I mean, this guy. Talk about a guy who's on the a little bit of the hot seat. I don't know. Donald Trump called him. Um, after their oh, after their win, do you hear that? I heard that on a podcast. Somebody <laughs> somebody brought that up. Yeah, that was very odd. I didn't expect that. He called him. He told him he's better than Lombardi. And who and who is Salah the one who said that? No, Trump. Trump said it. Okay. All right. Well, that makes. I mean, if because if Salah came out and said that, that would have been ridiculous. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'd, yeah. I don't think Salah's that dumb to come out and quote somebody calling him better than Vince Lombardi. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter if it's Trump or anybody else. I don't get you know, unless it's Vince Lombardi saying it. I don't think you can say it. Listen, I never saw Vince Lombardi coach a game. I can only go by uh, his autobiography and some highlights. But uh, Robert Sala, <laughs> I mean, this guy's supposed to be a def- their defense stinks, man. It's he's supposed to be a defensive guy. I think I think Trump, in Trump's speech, I think he was like. Not to cut off, cut off the defensive thing, but in Trump's speech, he was like, he was like, Robert Sala was down 13 points in a, like a minute and 12 seconds. And Vince Lombardi never came back like that. <laughs> it's like they, they, they needed 14 points to win and they got it. Vince Lombardi never did that. <laughs> what? He's, oh, I didn't realize this was a speech that he gave. It was oh, like a rally. Middle of a rally, yeah. Talk about the, talk some Jets football, middle of a rally. Jets go out and get smoked. <laughs> where, day. where was the rally that he's mentioning Robert uh, Sala? I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I just saw it. I, even, I heard like when he mentioned the Jets, there was like a smattering of cheers. It wasn't even like a, wasn't even like a big amount of cheers. It was like a couple of people going like whoop. But uh, it was, it was bizarre. Ooh, it's a late hit. 
I wasn't expecting. All right, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't expecting the Trump Salah connection so soon. No, too too funny. <laughs> um, by the way, the Giants have no offense unless it's Daniel Jones scrambling. That's the only offense they have. Well, Dave Will comes from the Josh Allen uh, school. Of your quarterback does everything, and I watching the Bills play, which I, I mean, I've seen Allen play twice a year for mm-hmm. a few years now. Mm-hmm. He does everything for yeah, that team. He does. Like they're gonna, they might burn him out. I mean, it's fine now when he's twenty five, but uh, I mean, and he's got, I mean, he's got got, he's bigger than the guys that are trying to tackle. Yeah, Allen, it's crazy. Well, well, I mean, you figure it's like all these guys, they just have to age appropriately and change their games as they get older and get more dinged up. I mean, Roethlisberger wasn't the same, you know, 10 years into his career that he was at the start of it. Yeah, he was never running like Allen. No. Allen no. is. Allen's all over the place, man. Like, yeah. he was noticeably winded after the game. Again, humidity, 12th man, but, yeah. you know. Well, even still, even guys with their legs, they got to find they got to find a way to settle into the pocket at some point in their careers. You can't have a long career if you're going to be doing that for yeah. I think he eventually years. will. So, um, Kansas City with the loss yesterday in Indy. Indy comes back from the dead. Kansas City, not a great game. They looked a little. They looked discombobulated. Miss. They didn't have a kicker. Yeah, Amendola um, already got released. They. <laughs> Uh, they had like a missed fake, like they they did a fake field goal and they missed it. Like they missed the conversion and everything. Guy Moore muffed the punt. Yeah, it was all ugly. It was all ugly from Kansas City. Um, I'm not worried about Kansas City though. Kansas yeah, and the yeah, it is one of those things. Like sometimes, sometimes the lesser team's gonna gonna be competitive, especially especially at home. Doesn't matter. You can't be. And we've seen with Kansas City before. They're not going to dominate every game. It's not going to be uh, forty-two well, to seven every game. Well, they're one. They're they're in one of the teams now. They used to be the team. Now they're one of the best teams. It was like a short window where they were the team. Very yeah, no, it was season. like a three. It was like three. I'd say three seasons. Three seasons. All right. I think it was they went to back to back Super Bowls. Okay. Yeah. Even last year, like I know they started off slow, but I mean they were they ho- they've hosted four straight AFC title games. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. Yeah, for sure. But they, but yeah, but last year it was it, early on, especially it was a talk like they were kind of on the back end of things. They didn't look like the same. They didn't look like the dominant Chiefs of, of uh, years past. Well, I'll tell uh, you what's helping them out now is that the division might not be as good as well, we think. Well, you have Herbert who's hurt. Vegas stinks. And the Broncos are just uh, – I mean, we don't mediocre, know. Yeah. We have no idea on the Broncos. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it's really up to the Chargers get, if if, uh, if Herbert can get healthy or not. But, yeah, yesterday they looked – they did not look good yesterday. The Jaguars look great. Did anybody – does anybody ever call uh, Trevor Lawrence Mitch from Days of Confused? I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that. Uh, no, they call him Sunshine, kid from uh, Remember the Titans. No, I'm going with Mitch from Days of Confused. Uh, is Barkley gone there's to the a, house? There's a little Touch, offense. Touchdown. There's a giant. little offense. Oh, she's partying with a little white claw. A white yeah, claw she was, for her. She was looking for that kiss, but he's he's the guy's whited out. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not that white. Guy's having a whiteout of, of his own. Uh, wow, that's a big that's a big time run. 35, 37 yards to the house. It's a big time run. Because the defense has been playing really well tonight. Yes, yes. We uh well, C D Lamb. That drop pass in the first half, that may be the uh, – Oh, man. What are you, what are you smiling about? Ah, that's nerves. That, they call that the Sunny Gray. That's nerves. C.D. Lamb, not a number one receiver? We talked about this, right, like week one? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I love C.D. Lamb, but, may, yeah, maybe he's more of a number two. Yeah. Not ready to be the guy. Maybe he's uh, he's better off, like – I mean, he kind of was the number one even when Cooper was there. Yeah, but Cooper was the alpha. Right. It's different. It's different when now you're number one on that depth chart. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. What do you have? Mac Jones throwing three picks. Patriots game. Uh, Ravens win. High, high ankle sprain. Yeah, and he's hurt too. It's right. Yeah. Yeah, that um, game, uh, I thought. That that was one of the fishiest lines. Well, the Colts line was very fishy, and we we saw what happened. That the Patriot one was very fishy too. I thought I talked myself into New England was going to cover or win that game, and they, were, they, were, out, they, they hung tight for a little while. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cra- it's crazy seeing the Ravens and Patriots play a shootout. Yeah, because you consider like when those teams used to play. And forget not even playing each other, but I mean, Ravens in their entire existence have been about defense, Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. They're like, I mean, they're the complete opposite now of what they used to be. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, they're just putting up thirty on everybody, and the defense can't stop anybody. And the Patriots, D, I mean, I don't know, they getting lit up by uh, by uh, Lamar yesterday, and I mean, Lamar's playing really well right now he's playing for a contract you don't see too many uh nfl quarterbacks on contract years it's kind of rare more of a baseball thing but uh he's he's you know playing for something so uh i think the ravens are good i think i'll leave miami alone right now but like the bills and chiefs are probably like the two best teams in the afc i think the third team is Third team hasn't really revealed itself yet. It could be Miami, you know, but I, I'm leaning towards – I think Baltimore is uh, – might be the third team. The defense, the defense scares me a little bit, though, because that's – I mean, their defense has got torched the last two weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's one thing – like, you could talk yourself – you could talk me into two of being a superstar, like, twist my arm, please. Like, I don't know, Mac Jones lighting you up. The, the the Ravens unit, I think, is kind of new coming together. So I think give him, give him a few more weeks before you panic on the Ravens. Maybe they just need a few more games together. But yeah, something to look out for for sure. Um, let's yeah. see. Davis Mills threw a bad pick, led to the Bears game winning field goal. Yeah, I didn't really watch too much of that one. I got to be honest. But no. Bears. Uh... I mean, Vegas was right on it, right? It's three point spread or two and a half Bears. Two and a half sounds right. Yeah, yeah two and a half, three Bears cover and win. I mean, the Bears. I don't think Justin Fields is good at all. He did not look very good. What I, the little bit I saw yesterday did not look very good. 
He's got something – I forget the stat, but he's got like 32 pass attempts through three games or something like that. Like he just – they're not asking him to do much, and it's just – I mean, the Bears fans in the media that I've – you know, everything I've seen, like Bears Twitter, do they just – you talk about a, a, a less impressive two and one than the Broncos. It might be the Bears. At least the the Bears don't have expectations, though. I, well, the Broncos is still worse, but like yeah. the Bears fan is just like, yeah, all right, two and one. <laughs> it's not gonna last very long. No, they do come to MetLife next week, though. Once, yeah. Bear, Bears Giants. That's a that's a big NFC East. The edit, I mean, I, I say it every week, but the NFC, man, there's going to be one, maybe two, just disgusting, gross playoff teams. <laughs> there's going to be a couple bad ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why can't the Panthers be a seven seed? They, they probably could be. And Why can't Marcus doing? Mariota, Falcons? He, he is a gigantic surprise. He's playing well, Mariota. Arthur Smith, good coaching. <laughs> Um, let's yeah, see. they have put up points in every game. Yeah. Who? Washington, they won't be a playoff team. Seattle and Washington, I'm pretty confident. Will yes, not be playoff teams. Yes, Detroit has scored a touch the touchdown in every quarter this season and like going back seven quarters into last season. Uh, I heard a stat like that today. What's the stat? In every not every quarter. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Oh no, not not fourth quarter yesterday. I must right. have broken it up. Yeah, it was every quarter this season, and going back, I think seven quarters into last season. Seven. So seven quarters in a row. Damn yeah. rat. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was such a classic Lions loss. Yeah, I mean, I give the Vikings credit. I, I think like people want it will kill Kirk Cousins for barely beating the Lions. I think there'll be time. There'll be plenty of time to kill Kirk Cousins. It's a good division win. Yeah, no, you um, you had all week to kill Cousins. This is not the time to do it. Let's let him live. There he's playing the London game too this week. Is that like the complete opposite of prime time playing at 9 30 in the morning? Is he gonna throw like five touchdowns? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody ever throws five touchdowns in London. <laughs> it's just... in London. Yeah, the London game. The London <laughs> games are great. Like this, this like is almost has the feel of a London game. Actually, there's been a little bit too much offense in the second half, I think. But they, they've got a little the, bit of better. The first half game. felt very London-ish. They've gotten a little bit better throughout the years of London games, a little bit. It's kind of like Thursday Night Football used to be kind of a mess, and then teams figure out how to deal with the rest and deal with the prep and that kind of stuff. Yeah. London is not quite there yet, but – and also Thursday Night's getting better teams, so that helps too. But uh, with the London games, I mean, it's it's hard to prepare for that kind of travel, but I think teams are prepping a little bit better than they did. And now, of course, now – Cowboys can't be stopped. Yeah. It was only a matter of time. Um, uh, let's see who else we got. Um, Eagles took care of Washington. No problem. Washington didn't bother to score until like six seconds left in the fourth quarter, I think. 
Um, yeah, impressive. Impressive win for the Eagles. That's like a take care of business. Yeah. That's, that's that. the type of game you win that game if you're telling me that you've got like a big season in you, 13, 14 wins. Yeah. Yeah, it means you're going to you know, wipe the bad teams. That's it. Uh, Raiders were kind of mentioned. They went to 0-3. Titans broke out yesterday. Henry had a little bit of a game. Um, yeah, he looked all right, Henry. Looked okay. Defense played okay. Not as good as it could have. I talked defense. myself into the Titans after I saw the handshake midfield pregame between Vrabel and McDaniel. Oh. Vrabel's just a mountain of a man, and McDaniel's like a little shrimp next to him. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, you got to take the Titans here. That's that's how you handicap. That's how you got to handicap. That's and not- I know Vrabel's a Patriot guy too, but I just – Josh McDaniels, I just hate that guy on sight. And maybe for a, pa- for a Patriot guy, Vrabel is likable, I think. Yeah, for sure. I agree. He's a, you almost forget that he's a Patriot guy. Yes. Because he's actually had success away from Belichick. That's why yeah, I forget. That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, Vrabel you want on your, on your side if, when, like, shit goes down. Oh, yeah. You're in a bar fight? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A couple more to, to touch on here. Panthers beat the Saints. Both teams are one and two. Your Saints are frauds. They're officially, terrible. Officially frauds. They've neutered Jameis. Michael Thomas is banged up now. The defense, I don't – defense they said played well yesterday. I didn't really see too much of it because, I mean, I, I limited red zone opportunities because the Dolphin game didn't go to yeah. commercial at all. Yeah. Just one long Bills drive the second half. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the Saints stink. And I'm not a Dennis Allen guy. I think Sean Payton knew what he was doing getting out of there. Yep. Um, Bengals wipe the Jets, we mentioned. Jaguars all over the Chargers. Jaguars are an uh, interesting team, um, to say the least. Rams took care of business again. Not a, not a pretty win against the Cardinals, but a win nonetheless. Falcons and Seahawks, uh, one and yeah, two, well, one and two game, one and two teams. Um, yeah, I don't know anything. But, well, we got to wrap it up. Take a quick break. If you if you have anything you want to say about the Jaguars, the Rams, the Falcons, or the Packers or Bucks, you hold it on when we come back. I right? will. Right. I will. Back Packers, Bucks. That's about it. We'll be right back. All right, back from the break. Uh, yeah, I mean, we touched on just about uh, every game yesterday. The only one we didn't really kind of – we kind of glossed over was Bucks packers uh, Not what you expect when those two guys are playing, but, I mean, if you look at the state of each team, like the under-over was, I think, very low. So it was kind of what we should have expected. Yeah, I would, I would think that the Packers could put up points against a lesser D – um, just in general, I think they'll put up more points. I think Tampa's D is pretty good. They're probably well prepared for this for this game. Um, they're still trying to kind of get their footing post Devontae Adams. Jones is a yeah. stud. Obviously, Rodgers will be fine. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, it just, it's I think their it, division still. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think it was just one of those one of the it's just one of those tough tough games against a team that gave you fits. So. Um, did Brady throw anything yesterday? Did he break any tablets or anything? 
don't know. Brady looks fucking weird these days. I mean, it's just his body language is weird. Everything is weird, man. I'm waiting for the day. Like, if, if they go on like a two game losing streak, I expect them to just go home. Man, that would be wild if it just ends like that. They're playing the Chiefs this week. We don't know where the game's going to be because the hurricane's coming. Mm-hmm. But it's a tough game. Home dogs. Yep. Maybe week four, maybe Mahomes puts the, puts the dagger in Brady. Sends him out on his back. Let's hope so. He'd be sick. Yeah. I just got to yeah. say, the Yankees just left the bases loaded in yeah. uh, the top of the 10th. Saw that. Yeah. I mean, ten was it 10 games left in the season? The fu- I I can't wait for the extra inning rule to just go away because I, I I can't I can't watch this team just strand a guy on second base in extra inning one more time I can't <laughs> at least at least or at least at least strand a leadoff double yeah I, mean, I, I just when they give you the free runner at second base I can't watch them I can't watch them fucking just not score in extra innings nobody and I know the numbers won't back this up but I'm just gonna say it anyways. Nobody has been hurt by the extra inning rule more uh, than the Yankees. <laughs> I mean, it's just oh, it's, awful. Ofi- it's official. It's an official stat. I'm making it official. <laughs> I don't care what our record is in extra inning games. Nobody has been hurt more by the extra inning rule than us. Nobody knows. Nobody does more. Nobody does less with a leadoff double than the Yankees. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's it feels right. It feels like the right move. It feels the right the right call there. Um, I'm so stupid that when this rule was enacted, I was like, "That's just man, it's not fair. Like, it's gonna be too easy to score a run on on Loop us." Up, you know, bunt, yeah. Well, yeah, on us. Yeah, I mean, I guarantee you, Toronto's scoring here. But I mean, you just move a guy over, sack fly, like you just. But no. And I don't even think uh, – it doesn't even feel like games are – like the Twins and Indians played 15 innings last week. Are games really being that – are games really that shorter because think, of this rule? I mean, 15 I think is an anomaly. I don't think I, I don't think many games go to 15 anymore. I feel like the when you start a runner on second base, it actually makes the innings go by longer too because – Checking the runner, yeah, you got you got to kind of be wary of that. Maybe a bunt goes a little slower. Yeah, it's an, oh, it's an awful, awful rule. Yeah, it's bad. Awful. Yeah, it should have been gone. It should have been gone with the COVID year. Having a yeah, I have no idea why they brought it back. I have no idea why they brought it back for one season, two seasons. Oh, because 2020, yeah, right. 21, 22 now. Yeah, that makes no sense. Um, Yanks, are, Yanks on a seven-game winning streak up till today. When who knows what's going to happen now? Um, Magic numbers one, right? Yeah, got to win this game to clinch the division. Um, we can officially start talking like postseason rotation. Soon, soon we can. Maybe tomorrow. Can't do it yet. I don't think so. I think you got to do it. The team is team. August. How many how many games they lose in a row in August? They can lose every game for two weeks. They've done it. It was a bad August. And the Blue Jays have to win every game. That might that might not happen. Um 
Yeah, Judge still stuck on sixty, despite all you know, even throw the winning. I gotta, I gotta complain about the crowds at Yankee Stadium. You don't like the crowds? No, for the, I don't remember. Maybe, maybe I'm mistaken. I don't remember big at bats being so silent. It's so fucking weird to me. And maybe you could speak to this, but like Jeter's three thousand, but was everyone in their feet cheering the whole time? Uh, or was it, did it get like silent? And so like, when he when pitch. he came, I think with the pitch with Jeter, I feel like it got a little silent there. I'd have to go back and watch the highlight to see. I feel like I think like right when the pitch is coming, you're saying right? Yeah, the whole crowd just was dead when the pitch is coming. Not it's not like holding your breath for a second. But I'm thinking of like. I guess I'm bringing up like big playoff of bats and stuff. The crowd is going bonkers to the bat, and it's to get in the pitcher's head. Like that's why you go with bananas. It's to fuck with the pitcher. So it's so loud the pitcher can barely think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, was, I'd have to think about it. And it was just so bizarre to me to see him all cheering. Or even the, you know, cheer for cheer when he comes up, and then silence, and then you get two strikes on him. And they would start. They were cheering. They were cheering to like hype him up. I don't know. They're trying to like get Rocky off the mat or something. And then uh, silence again, and the pitch would come. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the three thousandths hit for Jeter. That those first two at bats, because I remember very. It's a very vague memory, but I can remember like his first at bat. He got a single. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the whole crowd, like when the pitch was being delivered, mm-hmm. it was like like everyone like held their breath for a second. It was like time stopped. I I, I can understand the holding your breath, like that. I kind of get this. This kind of seemed like it almost seemed like a tennis match, where everybody was like hushed by the line judge or whatever, like a <laughs> golf like a golf tournament. It was bizarre, it was seemed bizarre to me. I mean. Ah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the milestone ones are a little different. I don't know. You watch the pool holes ones, or they? Uh, no, do it. That'll do it in Toronto. We're gonna have to put the champagne on ice for another night. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, it just seems. But if like, why are they pitching the Vlad there? Who's on deck? Kirk. I mean, that makes no sense pitching the Vlad there. That's my two cents. Boone, Boone had a Boone has a reservation to get to. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do some research. Well, the pool one was on the road, though. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. I get, yeah, and, I and also, and also, like in my mind, I think I'm thinking of like playoff games and stuff. So it's a little different. Like it's not a milestone type thing. No one knows how to act for 61 home runs. There was there had to be like Derek Jeter chance during the at bat so. Uh I don't know. Probably. Probably. Because the crowd loved cheering for Jeter when he was like there's nothing better than getting the cheer and then coming through with a hit. Like mid cheer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of stumped now. I got to go back and watch. I didn't love it, though. I didn't love it. I wish they had just kind of got fired up. And it was every night. It wasn't just like Saturday afternoon. 
So yeah. yeah, everyone's just, I don't know. They're like, they're a little tense. Like they want to witness history so bad that they're just like, yeah, but like tight. they got a little tight buttholes. Got to win the games though. That's more important. Nobody's bigger than the team. Well, yeah, I mean, they are winning though. So exactly. That's all. Would you rather they went, they rather they're one and six and he had 67 home runs or rather they were seven and oh, he had zero home runs. I don't know. I'd have to go. I'm going to have to go back and watch. I'd rather they were seven or no. I thought about like going Friday night, Baltimore, but I'm just, I'm not going to go. <sighs> I did my, I'm just, I'm tired, man. I did my time. I followed Jeter around so many milestones. I saw him the old stadium pass. Uh, who was it? It was most. It must have been Garrick for most home run or most hits in the old Yankee Stadium. Yep. yep. I saw him pass Garrick on the all time Yankee list. Saw three thousand. I was just like, I don't, I don't feel like going through that again. Well, you, know, you know what pop. though? I mean, hey, look, if Judge goes for three thousand, maybe. But he, if he goes for three thousand in the Giants uniform, I mean, he'd be happy that you didn't follow him for sixty one. <laughs> True. I don't think Judge is getting three thousand hits though. That's, no, that's a tall task. But well, yeah, that's a, it's a it's a real distinct possibility. He's not a New York Yankee next year. Oh yeah, I mean definitely. I, and I don't even know how to like handicap that. I can't get into a guy's head and be like, oh, uh, 60-40, he stays. Well, that's the wild card of it all. I mean, all things being equal, does he stay with the Yanks? If the Yankees and the Giants and the Angels and the Dodgers all make the same offer, you know. Oh, you're saying so everyone makes the same offer? Yeah. Where would he, where does he go? Does he stick or does he pick or does he pick the field? I think if everyone makes the same offer, the only team he would accept over the Yankees is the Giants. Think so? I don't think if like the Red Sox and Mets offer him the same money, he would go. To them over the Yankees. So the Giants are the, the Giants are the key. You gotta you gotta outdo the Giants, and then we I mean, have to worry about the Mets coming in with the fu money, and you gotta worry about any anything else that can happen. But the Giants are the one. I think I heard Michael K say somewhere the Giants are going to make a big run at them, or bust oh, yeah. or something. So oh yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, they got space. Mm-hmm. They got some money to play with. When we play them opening day next year. In the Bronx, that'd be a show. You get booed. Uh, would he get booed? The only way he wouldn't get booed is if they won a World Series this year. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's really the only way. It's true. It's true. The only way he he saves himself from getting booed. Yeah. He- if not, he would absolutely get booed. The fans would be, the fans would feel very betrayed. They they. They judge going somewhere else, the fan base would feel as betrayed as they ever have in the nope. history of the franchise. Well, nobody's ever done it. No, no player in like their prime years that grew up a Yankee that came up with the Yankees has ever left the team. Well, Cano's the only guy I would say, but he wasn't as he wasn't obviously on Judge's level. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I yeah, and also had it had it left for Houston for a few years. Yeah, that's true. That was very strange. That was strange. I forgot about Pettit. But again, Other than but, that, but, no but neither of those guys is the cornerstone of this team like Judge is the cornerstone of this team. 
Well, no, Judge is generational. Like yeah. the Yankees, he's the next guy. Like, he's yeah in line. Like he's Jeter. He's Mattingly. Mm-hmm. He's Mantle. Mm-hmm. If he wants to be. Uh, yeah, if he wants to be. It's up to him. What's up to Hal? It's up to Hal, yeah. 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 He, he can be Yankee at a discount or he can get 40 million or whatever it is to play for You the just get Aaron Judge in a room with Randy Levine and Long <laughs> Trost and Hank Steinbrenner or Hal Steinbrenner, RIP Hank, and they'll do the right thing. Did you hear the? Did I tell you the story about uh, about Hal when Jeter retired? No, he didn't have his, he didn't have his phone number. No, like Jeter texted Hal that he was retiring, and Hal didn't know who it was because he didn't have Jeter's phone number. <laughs> Fucking dweeb! What do you, do you think it was? I don't know, but he was a talking head on like the documentary. He's such a weird guy, Hal. Oh my god. He just looks like he just looks like the the like when he talks, it's like you could see the wiring inside him short circuiting. <laughs> oh man. Guys been on your team for twenty five years. <laughs> don't have his number. Oh yeah, Cashman, forget it. Cashman's got the Coach K contract. It's a lifetime, man. The only way that Cashman's leaving is if he wants to. He might have to this year. Or or this might be his wet dream to not have a superstar and just like – or he has Stanton, I guess, but might be his wet dream to just have like to start from scratch and like bring up all these young kids and see what happens. Or trade – or have all these young kids and not make any trades and I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what Cashman wants. Cashman, ah, you can't get to Cashman's head. Yeah, because he wants to be. He, he he's come out and said said like it's never it's not championship or bust anymore, but um, uh, sorry, watching a replay on number one receiver CD Lamb, um, and you know he has like that that Billy Bean mentality. That he wants to like kind of bring to the Bronx, or whatever. Or he's he has tried to instill in the Bronx, and uh, you know, if you, like we we've, we've always talked about, he's got to be the smartest guy in the room wherever he goes. It's got to be he's he's the smartest guy in the room oh. in his mind. That's a ridiculous catch. One hander. It's not George Pickens, but <laughs> by the way, we didn't, we didn't talk about that that night, but Pitt. It'll be Pickett to Pickens eventually, right? Eventually, that's the yeah. future. Right? Pickett to Pickens. Kenny Pickett, George Pickens. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty point. cool. Yeah, good stuff. Really cool. Really cool QB receiver combo. It'll be. They hope. Uh, at least. They hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's just another That's another big-time Cowboys receiver making a Monday night play against the Giants. Why don't they have Michael Irvin's number retired? I don't know. That, that seems odd. Maybe I'm not going to pretend to even know what numbers they do, but like I'm assuming like Emmett Smith has to be. Emmett has to be. Aikman has to be. Yeah, Urban's a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I also kind of think he likes that his number gets passed 
generation to generation and receiver to receiver. He probably does, yeah. I think he does like that. Oh, there's, there's, there's the miss. The drop and, from uh, earlier. That was the problem. He had used two hands before. <laughs> I'm sure that's what Joe Buck just said. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is up there. in the. Uh, is that uh, Roy Williams? That, the coach? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been one of the cowboy hat. Yeah, safety looked like him. A lot of cowboy hats. So that's that's got. I wonder. That's the thing because they're in New York. That are wear the cowboy hats. Yeah, I don't know. He's, the cowboy. I'm surprised the cowboy hat's still hanging on. Why not? Why wouldn't it? I don't know. It's just like a very like. It's a very dense hat. People that live in those areas like it, it gives them the shade, right? It's very hot. You protect yourself from the shade. People in the South aren't known for having like skin that holds up really great to the sun, so you got to protect your face. Why do you think and that is, though? Shouldn't your skin be, shouldn't your skin adapt to your surroundings? I don't know how many generations that would take. But yeah, you would think so. I never did think about that. Southerners, yeah. They're kind of pale for living in that kind of climate. Well, it's been, uh, well, I guess it's been, I mean, they're all coming from like Europe uh, some 400 years ago or whatever. Is that not enough yeah. time to adapt <laughs> to the southern sun? Another 400. Give them another four. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess you can't ask someone like with Dutch in their blood to get a tan. And also, what help is mixing with you know some of like people from Mexico and stuff like that. You do that, then then they'll be all set. They'll be good to go. And take more than four hundred years for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, until then. But they even still, you see plenty of Mexicans that wear the cowboy hat too, just the style down there. <laughs> it is a style. Yeah. It's a- a staple it just seems like it would be hot it probably they probably have i don't know they probably different styles for different types of heat this is my i don't know i just feel like the shade it provides you is what you is what you need and play it gives protection all around too because if you don't have yet you can't just wear a baseball cap because then your neck is all fucked Go down to Texas and rock a cowboy hat for just a day, just to see what it's like. You should do it in downtown New Haven. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna play in New Haven. I'm gonna get the shit beat out of me for wearing a cowboy hat. Well, there used to be, there used to be a uh, some kind of. I don't know. I was in New Haven though, I guess, but I went to some some bar that was like line dancing and shit in Connecticut, someplace. And there was definitely a bunch of cowboy hats there. Yeah, line dancing. Uh, line you dancing. find those you find those bars all over the place. No, I know. I I did not go there by choice. I was brought there by force. Yeah. Come point. Sometimes you just go where the beer is, you know. Hey, that's a country song. 
<laughs> See, it seeped into my into my uh, subconscious, and now here I am to write a country song. Yeah, just quoting Kenny Chesney now. <laughs> no, that's my own song. Fuck <laughs> Kenny Chesney. <laughs> Where does I, the... couldn't pick, I couldn't pick any of those guys out of a lineup. No, I could do uh, Johnny Cash. Garth Brooks, you could do. Well, Garth yeah, Brooks. I don't even, I don't even really consider. Is that a fumble? Tell me he was down. He definitely wasn't down. An incomplete <laughs> or fumble. Um, yeah, Garth Brooks. Any you know guys? him. Well, Gwen Stefani's husband. I could pick it. Oh pick yeah, out. he's a country could, guy, right? Yeah, but could you come up with his name? No. Brad Kenny, Paisley. Kenny, Kenny Chesney. That is yeah. Me. I know who you're talking about, too. He's uh, he's on the reality, not the, uh, the game yeah. show, whatever it's yep. called. Yep. I, can I can't, name the, can't name the show or the guy. America's Got Talent or He's got, voice, like, it's, it's probably like a two-syllable name. A lot of them do. Garth Brooks. It's, they're very short on syllables. Yep. It's like... Brad yeah. Paisley. That's three. That's like two. That's a mouthful. Do I need? Um. Now the Giants are falling apart. Down a touchdown. Keith Urban is he? Uh, oh yeah. Nicole Santa. Kidman's Nicole Kidman's husband. Oh, is she married to him. I didn't know that. I think she is. Yeah. What's the um? What's the most embarrassing place you've ever gone just because you were drinking there? Line dancing? Never went line dancing. Uh, let's see. Most embarrassing. This is a tough one. This is a tough one to pull. This is like years and years and years of going out to bars. Um, trying. Oh, Kenny Galladay. Jesus Kenny Galladay's last game. Might be, yeah. I mean, bitching and moaning and can't come up with a big catch on third down, you know? Boo birds are out, I'm guessing. I'm assuming. I was writing oh, the numbers, and that's that's the that's the best pass. That's the best pass you're gonna get from Daniel Jones. Yeah, you're not getting a better one than that. No. Um. All right. So, most embarrassing place. Maybe I not. Maybe not. Maybe not, embar- maybe not. Maybe not embarrassing. But what's the place you've gone that we would not think you would have gone? Maybe not embarrassing. That's not the word. Well, no. I mean, same thing. It's close enough. Could be. Uh oh man. Good field position. Yep. I think, I, I think it just proves that I, I think it just proves that I have uh I don't have much shame if there's booze involved. <laughs> I, I'm very unapologetic. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a sporting event like where I went where my team wasn't playing, but like a Red Sox game or something, but I can't even think of that. That giants are coming crashing back down to earth as we speak. Yeah, I mean, they got outplayed pretty bad in that first half, but it looked like they kind of righted the ship there. But then it's been all downhill since 13 6. Yeah. Yeah, this is where uh, reality kind of crashes and sets in. And like, just you realize, like, all right, we have to beat like some good teams once in a while. They were not. I feel like they were non-competitive in the first half. We're lucky Cooper to be Rush. Cooper Rush isn't bad. 
He's actually not bad. No. I've not seen the Cowboys have a backup quarterback like this in a while. Maybe I'm just comparing him to Andy Dalton and Ben DiNucci, whoever else. It just seems like they've always had a Chad Hutchinson. Yeah, he's he's, he's more than competent, that's for sure. And now they're running. And by the way, after when we were in between segments here, that's when Ezekiel Elliott kind of showed why he's still valuable to this team. You're right. Pollard's got to be the number one guy, but Zeke and goal line situations. Yeah, he used to be the best in the league at the goal line. He's not the best, I would say, but he's, yeah, he's still serviceable at the goal line. It's a big boy. Don't you think it's cheating wearing a visor? Why don't why doesn't every guy do it? Why the is defense not being able because the defense can't see your eyes? I don't think it's cheating. I think it's just then why doesn't everyone do it? It seems I would guess it's probably an e it's I don't know if I've ever seen a quarterback wear it. Could a quarterback see? Clearly, like he needs to have his he needs to have his full 2020 vision. So you're and saying like, it could be a disadvantage for the running back? No, I think it could be an advantage for the running back because he might not – he's he's just looking for bodies, right? Like in front of him, he's looking for the holes, you know, the gaps between them. Quarterback has to see the whole field clearly. He can't yeah. have any, like – he can't have anything impeding that. That's that they may have missed a holding call. If you watch an entire NFL game – not mm-hmm. just like the red zone bouncing around. Mm-hmm. You you really realize how bad the officiating is. Uh, well, there's miss. They miss something in every play. I'm sure they miss. They really just pick and choose. It seems like when they call penalties and when they don't. And they can't call them all though, man, because that game, the game would never end. I know. So I'd rather. So let's just not call any. <laughs> make it. Let's make it the Wild West. I don't know. Make it NFL Blitz at Nintendo sixty four. Because then know. when they do call that in like a critical spot, you're like, motherfucker, you didn't call that all day. Yeah, I feel like they they when it's ticky tack, that's bad. But I think they called the egregious ones though. I don't think they like there's yeah, never anything like really egregious that gets away. But there's so many plays where you're watching the line of scrimmage and oh, you're like, yeah. oh man, there's a hold. Yeah, and they don't call it, and I'm just like, how do you not? What makes you call the holding penalty sometimes and not there where it was clearly a hold? It's, I mean, but then yeah, the game would take twelve hours. It could just be there. They they caught it. It could legitimately be their eyes are kind of scanning the line. They missed that hold because they're down the other end. I don't know. I don't know how it, what their process is, but it could just be they legitimately just miss it because they're looking at two other three hundred pound guys, you know, fifteen feet away. Yeah. Oh, you know, we're a place I, I never uh, – I was offered to go drink, but I turned it down because it would be too embarrassing, was country concerts. Because I, I don't know if you had friends that used to do this, but, oh, like, God. country concerts used to be – I don't even know if, if like, the, the people I knew even went into the concerts, but that was, like, a huge thing, people yeah, going to country concerts and drinking, and I, I refused to do it. Just a tailgate? 
I don't know if they went into or not. They probably some people went in, some people didn't. I don't know. It was a you know tailgate like where Dave used to play up there. Yeah, yeah. They'd have people in cowboy hats drinking, and that's where I kind of drew the line. Would you go to a NASCAR event, tailgate, going to the infield, that kind of shit? NASCAR, if I had the opportunity, I think I would do. Because yeah. that's just – there's something about country – I mean, it's probably the same crowd <laughs> both places, but <laughs> – like, and I just don't like country music. I don't – like, I don't know. Just the whole vibe around country music I don't really like. Yeah, a NASCAR event. I feel like I'd have to go to. They would be blasting the same songs. On the, yeah, on the, but uh, yeah, but I feel like a NASCAR crowd, like that'd be great for people watching. I think, and, yeah. and I'd probably like. All right, I'll throw a few bucks on a couple guys. Like I'll, mm. I'll, you know, gamble on it. It's it is still like a sporting event. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's 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 better than a country concert. I'll just yeah. say that. I I liken it to kind of the Preakness. Like I really think because I think you I think you drink on the infield and stuff too. I think there's a whole thing there. So it's a gigantic party. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I would go to like the Daytona 500. My father-in-law has gone because he lives down close mm-hmm. there. If I if like I ever, I mean he's not a big drinker, but if I ever had the opportunity, like and I had the invite to go with him, I think I would say yes. Perfect. All right, we might have the opportunity then. The P, I mean, just uh, the stories we could fill a whole show with the people <laughs> I'd run into down there. Because you, I mean, you got a NASCAR right. fan. You got to bring it up because the holidays coming up. When is when is uh, the Daytona Five Hundred? I think it's usually the. Is it the week after the Super Bowl? I think it's in February. Right, and like starts their season off right, like the biggest yes. event, and it's the beginning of their season. Yeah, that's the one I would go to too. I want to go down south for. I'm not. I don't want to go. I want to go like as redneck as possible. Like, give me a Florida NASCAR. I don't want to go Indianapolis 500. Like, give me the, give me the Florida trash. That's why I want to be surrounded by if I go to NASCAR. Uh, and car racing just never, it never did anything for me. Not me neither, but. Yeah, I don't like. I don't understand like how the most exciting thing in your sport could be when people die horrifically. <sighs> like, who do you? You can't just sit there. Like, if it, if all, everything goes to plan and nobody gets hurt, it's just cars going in a circle. Yeah, yeah, but they talk about how they're jockeying for position. The guys wait for their opportunity to make the move. I just, I, I think I would prefer. Like the F1 stuff, and there's another sec. Uh, the F1 stuff, like that's street racing with these F1 Formula One cars. And there's like whipping around, I don't know where, Paris or Italy or something. I yeah, no it's over. Where. It's overseas. I think I'd be more interested in that stuff. But even then, I, I don't know how. Like I don't know how many cars are in it, and I don't know how. How they like, can't jockey for position if you're on some. But what? But street. what do you think? What do you think is a better party, though? NASCAR. Oh, NASCAR, yeah. That's what I what I what would get me through it is gambling, people watching, booze. Although, if you're like in Paris for a street race, can't you just get a baguette, some cheese, a couple bottles of wine? It's a little different. You're not, you know, you're not doing keg stands and uh, getting flashed by some white trash, but uh, <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah, but it, be, but it could be worse. 
the more we talk about it, the more I kind of do want to take in a NASCAR race. <laughs> yeah, you're the absolutely right. The, the tailgate has to be good. The further north you go, the worse it has to be. I mean, you get the same fucking, you know, type of people, but like, I want like the the authentic. Yeah, no, but it's I like New, it's you go to like New Hampshire, it's like Pizza Hut white trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want well, the real pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta do Daytona. I mean, I'm sure that I'm I'm drawing a blank on. I'm sure there's tracks all over the place, but that's like the that's the big one. Talladega. Tallahassee. Oh, Tal- Talladega, yeah. Let's see, when the Daytona 500 is, what's the date? See, this is the problem with Sports Center not being as prominent as it was. I used to know so much more about NASCAR than I do now. And it's not my own doing. It's because there's no Sports Center for me to watch. Man, they right. All, they just, they're all over Jones. He has his no time. 65th annual Daytona doesn't that seem light? They've only had 65. Wow. Well, uh, February 10th. Not really. Because the car was only invented. <laughs> it was only uh, probably prominent, I don't know, 150 years ago or something. Not yeah, long, I guess you're right. They probably didn't start racing them until 65 years ago. Yeah, February 20th. It's the week after the Super Bowl. Yep. February 20th. Well, all right, road trip. Let's go. Gambling would help it. Just throw a couple guys. Or I bet like top 10 finishes and shit. I don't even know who the good guys are. No, I don't. I, all I could think of is uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dick Trickle. Yeah. And, Dude, those uh, guys both retired. Probably. Tony Stewart. Oh, yeah. Tony Stewart. He killed a guy, didn't he? He killed someone. Like um, in driving or with his bare hands? Uh, I think he might have been driving, but not NASCAR. Ah. Some sort of story like that. Man. They seem like pieces of shit, the NASCAR drivers. The vibe I get. Jesus. Yeah, if you're gonna throw, if you're gonna get rid of it, you gotta get rid of it a lot quicker than that. I <laughs> uh, see. I don't know. It's like I don't know. Like you t- tell me what you think about the Giants here. What do you think about like, ju- like the line is obviously terrible. But like, well, that's what I. That's what I'm not sure about. Were they this bad weeks one and two, or the Cowboys? I mean, the Cowboys pass rush is pretty. I think the Cowboys is ferocious. really good. Yeah. But like, do you take anything away from Jones, or do you give Jones a pass? Like, what do you? Th- see from Jones in this because I feel like he's not handling it well at all. I mean yeah he, when, I, he, when, I he scr- when he scrambles he's fine but he cannot he can't find an open man you know quickly at all. This may be a little unfair because he doesn't have much of an O line but he seems like he kind of lacks like pocket presence too. He's got happy feet. And I I mean again I'm I'm well aware that they're there they're on him like shit like right there. But he yeah. just He's he wants to run. He's looking to run, and he can't. He does not find that a guy. He doesn't get it out of. Doesn't get out of there quick enough. That's the bottom line. You know they're coming. They're coming for you. You got to be prepared to get rid of it quick. Enough. His internal clock, I feel like, is like two seconds behind what it should be. It's yeah, probably a full two seconds tonight, especially. 
Like there's sacks he takes where I'm like, you didn't feel, you didn't see that guy to the corner of your eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, all right. But I mean, it's like, but do you, here's the thing. I feel like people give him like the free pass. Yeah. I mean, this is it though this year. They're not bringing him back next no. year. It's over. No, now with the new regime, this is, this is it. Unless, Dable's going to get a good look and he's going to be like, I'm picking my guy. Yeah. Where is, is Russell Wilson available? Lamar Jackson. Oh, want yeah. Lamar? Uh, probably not. Probably not for the money he's gonna want. I hate uh, put. I hate putting like a ton of money into a quarterback. Three hundred pounder just broke Graham Gano's ankle. His own teammate. That's great. You're gonna have to go for two now when you score. It's all right. That's what Dable does. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, I mean, just, Lamar is young. Lamar is 25, 26. You no, know, I know, but I just don't like like putting that much money to a quarterback because then you don't, you can't do stuff like the offensive line. You can't do stuff like defense. You, you know, you 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 pour a ton of money into a quarterback. You just you're going to lose too much everywhere else. Yeah, it's hard to build a team when all that money is. That's why Brady was always so successful in New England because he took those pay cuts. True. Um, to get other guys in there. Would I take Lamar Jackson over Deanna Jones, though? Of course. Um, uh, you want to come back and finish this off? Uh, just yeah. Nice game off. All right, be right. Be right back. One more time. All right. I don't think we're gonna be that long. <laughs> Didn't last. We were gone for about a minute and a half, and Cowboys have a first down. 2.40 left. The Giants don't have more timeouts left. Oh, probably won't be here for very long. Tony Pollard, the closer. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Six yards a clip. Um, wow, that's a hell of a stat there. The Cowboys, 71% of their roster is draft picks. Jerry finally started nailing draft picks after 30 years. All right, it's one game. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything with these draft picks. I'm done shit. No, they well, I mean, Parsons, he nailed that one. Parsons might be the best defensive player in the league. Okay, no, yeah, Parsons, I'm saying the team hasn't done shit. Uh, No, not not as of yet. No, not what a playoff game. I was going to say that in all these NASCAR events, I should be drinking like Lone Star, but at this point, I don't think I can do that. You can't drink Lone Star? Not for getting my shit pushed in by the Cowboys here. <laughs> Lone Star might be a, a drink for after football season. Certain loyalties in place, you know? I drank a couple Lone Stars when I was down there. It's a good beer. Yeah, it's a nice domestic. Oh, yeah. Nice lager. It's weird seeing what other places have, parts of the country. Like you yeah. go to Chicago, I think. Miller. I've never been to – yeah. Yep. Very I've never strange, been to Chicago, yeah. but um, – like, because they have the rivalry with the Cardinals, right? Like St. Louis, Bud, Bud. Mm-hmm. So you won't see Budweiser in Chicago. 
Well, so it's uh, obviously because St. Louis, but I think it's just a proximity to like Wisconsin, right? That's where Miller's made. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's something to do with it. That's a point against Chicago for me. It's fair. Miller, <laughs> unless I mean, yeah, listen, I'll pound highlights, but I mean, I've made my I've made my uh, stance known on Miller Lite garbage. Well, the whole idea with Chicago is the the pizza situation and like. Them, like, well, I've I've actually I've I've sought out to know, like see what locals think about uh, the pizza. Mm-hmm. I think the locals don't even like the deep dish. Oh, really? Is that right? Yeah, I think okay. it's more of a tourist trap sort of thing. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. But, I mean, they got they got to wear it. I mean, it's their thing. They still got to wear it. Yeah, I was more impressed with the Chicago hot dogs. But like they they do them all up. It's like it's like a hot dog with a million toppings on it. Oh, see, I don't like a million toppings. I, mean, I never. Man. I was never into like the chili cheese dog. I was never. Oh, really into I love it. a chili cheese dog. Chili cheese dogs are phenomenal. gets messy. Gets messy though, right? I mean, it's not. Yeah, you're not. You're not. In, you're not in it to look good. Don't you don't you don't take a girl for a chili cheese dog on a first date. <laughs> Or you do, it's a big test. If you really want to test her, you take her out. You can't do the door you can't do the door test anymore because uh automatic locks. So I think maybe the chili cheese dog test, that's the next one. I don't know what I don't know what you're looking for, but that's the next test. What do you think on Urban Dictionary what chili cheese dog is? Uh yeah. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna repeat it. It's gross or not funny, or both. It's gross and not. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not. It's just. It involves <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, that was my first. That was my first part of the equation. There's a couple different. Yeah, it involves. It, yeah. Of course, the yeah. mustard part. Is there mustard involved? Is there mustard? No, it's just mostly shit and dicks. Ah, got it. It's another Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, so the Giants, well, he go out of bounds. That's a big, uh, that was a big mistake. Yeah. That is a big, I don't think, I don't know if the Giants can move the ball here without any timeouts, but. No. <laughs> Anger. This guy's the maddest punter <laughs> in the league. Is it Angier? Is he French? Maybe. Yeah. Minute 52. Punt's going to be down around the 10-yard line, I would guess, or deeper. I'm not impressed with this guy's punting. He's oof. Oh, man. That was almost a cowboy. He's kicking, he's kicking line drives. You got to put a little hang time on there. I mean, it was a good punt. It's at the 10. He bobbled it. Guy was going right by him. If he this oh, James. All right, 91 yards. We always say if you're the guy, you can go nine, you know, 80, 90 yards when you got it. Whole world knows you're throwing the ball. There might not be a quarterback less equipped to do this. 
You think it pick six? Uh, I could see a pick. I could absolutely see a pick six. There's one. There's a first down. All right. Scramble a little bit. Got the ball. Tick, to tick, 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 tick. <laughs> to the 20. Just do oh, that. Man. Just take it too long. Just do that eight more times. Shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. No blocking. Pass broken up. Next one to Sterling. The numbers are so weird. Threes and sevens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> why did they do that? I don't know why they did that. Is it people people wanted cooler numbers? Definitely. Oh. Yeah, Definitely. it's a pass interference call that's not called. Okay, that's great. Help a guy. Giants out. offense. Giants offense has one pass play of 25 plus yards this season. Yeah. Winning ugly, man. Winning You're gonna need to uh bust one out now. Oh, movement. That's a false start. I was all confused. You're the only guy moving. Why, why do they look so confused? Everybody was staying still. You stood up. Why are you confused? Whoop. <laughs> Nobody else is moving. Oh, man. So second and 15 here from their own 16-yard line. 84 yards to go. May just start throwing Hail Marys now. Start throwing bombs. Shotgun snap. And there's the pick. And that's the ball game. That was a terrible pass. And yeah, that was the most time he's had. I don't know how long. That was yeah, right. That was, was right to the other team. Yeah, that was uh and the shine. It's coming off the Giants white jerseys. Oh, and Shepard's hurt. Well, the Bears are coming to town Sunday. You could always hang your hat on that, Justin Fields. That's the hope. But you know what? I mean, when wheels come off, they come off fast. Oh, my God. The guy fell down. All right. So maybe it wasn't his fault. I mean, it was right to him. Oh. oh, Uh, oh. Also, that's like the fourth time I've seen a, a Giants player slip on this turf. Gaudi did it. Really? Stop worrying about what color people are wearing. Fucking get the grounds crew in check. <laughs> yeah, why are you doing wardrobe wardrobe calls? Oh, man. I think he caught that, but... Yeah, that's glove underneath it. All right. Bear with us. We're going to sit through another review. Under the blue. I think, yeah, I think that's a catch, but it looks funny. Because it bounced, but I think it bounced off his hand. It's all white glove underneath there. So Sterling Shepard is hurt. This is so much so where every player is coming over to see who say goodbye to him. Like, what's what's going on? And nice job of ESPN giving us the replay so we can see what happened to Sterling. You got to get those Nate Burleson ads in. Uh, Nate Burleson all over the place. Good morning football over in London this week. He's not even part of them anymore. 
No, nah, he's gone. Kay Adams left too. It was a big loss. Yeah. That was tough. That's a tough one. So it's just uh, Kyle Brandt and Schrager, the only two originals left. Left knee. Yeah, it's probably like a CL, MCL, ACL. I don't one of them, one of them one of me can come back from one of them you can't. I mean, like soon. MCL, you can come back from. One of them you can. Yeah, is MCL? Yeah, ACL. No, ACL is bad. Let's see, non-contact. Oh my it's god! Turf. It's this turf, man. Play get some real grass out here. What is this stupid turf? I should probably knock on wood, but that's just something I, I I always find fascinating. Like when a guy, just an, uh, an elite athlete like that, just gets hurt, no one touching him. We see it happen all the time. Happened to uh, – It probably works against you. Yeah, it happened to Marino the first time he tore his ACL. Non-contact, just mm-hmm. fucking when he went down. It probably works against you when you have like actual like muscles, right? And you're built like an athlete. It's probably more likely shit like that happens. Yeah, and you're doing more athletic shit. So it's a case against that's a case against it's a case against getting in really good shape. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. (laughs) It feels safer. Your 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 ACL is intact. Yeah. Full 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 motion of my ACL. Yep. All right. Well, two and one log jam atop the NFC East. Yeah, some feels different than others, though. Can't wait. Can't wait for Cowboys Eagles. I'm gonna say that Eagles O line against the Cowboys pass rush. That's gonna be yeah. Interesting. Is there a little scuffle or are they praying? I can't tell. You can never tell. <laughs> I think it's a scuffle. A little scuffle. Yeah. At the forty yard line. Who's in the middle of it? Diggs. Come on. Yeah, nothing's Not, going on. Nothing's going on here. It's just a bunch of Yeah, get on your knees and pray and get out of there. Yeah. There's a bunch of talk in here. The coach gotta get in there. Break it up, man. All right. Well, that'll do it. There's another depressing Giants primetime game. Glad to be part of it with you here at Sunday Poor. Ant, thanks for spending it with me. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Really appreciate the, the misery loves company. So That's what I say. That's no what way. I say. Yeah, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, I'll be back Thursday night. Dolphins traveling to Cincinnati. That's a good one. Tua Burrow. Hopefully Tua. We'll see. Um. Until then, have a good week, and we will uh, talk to you Thursday.